Welcome to this rebroadcast of Hope in the Night. We hope the content of this program will bring you biblical hope and practical help. Now here's Hope in the Night with June Hunt. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, we had, as I say we, our ministry had a Thanksgiving um, get-together and uh, mm-hmm. you mentioned something there that uh, you would uh, talk about being thankful for things that you wouldn't normally be thankful for. Explain that for us. <laughs> Years ago when I was a a youth director, I was a junior high director. We had literally on the roll 600 uh, junior high with 120 leaders uh, and I, I, I did something that I remember to this day. Um, you know, I always say since I'm 800 years old, you know, I can remember, you know, something that's pretty good, you know, for from back then. I, I loved the work. I, I loved the kids. I, and, um, but I did something. I said, I want you to think of something that would never occur to you to thank God for. And um, I, I presented something that, I mean, because I knew what I was going to do, but the Bible says, in all things give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And uh, so I was going to tell the staff this, and, and I did, um, but during the conversation I had at my table um, regarding, um, uh, it, it went toward painful people and just things. And so I ended up sharing something that today different. Uh, I did tell them what, what I wanted us to do is just you think of one thing that you've never thought to thank God for. I, and I said my, the most memorable when I was a junior high director, there was a guy who said, I thank God for toilet paper. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and of course, the other kids laughed, but yes. then they, they, they said, that's, that's true. That's true, you know. And, of course. Um, and so I, I challenge you to think of something very unusual that you might not ever thank God for. Uh, but let me tell you what I ended up doing. Um, and again, this had to do with the conversation that that took place uh, around a table of of eight. And I, I said, now I'm going to mention this. I'm going to thank God for and and thank Him every day to the end of the year for godly role uh, male role models. And the reason I did that is because uh, I, my dad said Christianity's a crutch. My dad said, um, and but he really wasn't in our home. Uh, uh, he had another family going on, and so he would just periodically be there. Uh, and then later, when I was literally... 12, I remember we moved into his house, um, 
I have a strange birthday, December 31st, so it's easy for me to remember years in a different way than most people. Uh, but uh, we moved into his house when I was 12, uh, very close to my birthday. And then uh, 11 months later, my parents married. But the point is, um, I, it, uh, was, it was just a very painful upbringing with him specifically. But, you know, um, and I basically I'm going to say this. I have two sisters who are both, who have been very strong feminists, and there was the male bashing and all that. Now, they were four and five, five years younger than me. Four and five years younger. And so... I didn't, I, I, I hated the male bashing, but I know uh, it was hard for them. Uh, it was hard for all of us, uh, even, including my brother, a year older than me. And the, the point I'm saying now is at least I had several uncles. I had an Uncle Jimmy, and we often went to Oklahoma, and that was the respite from the pain of Dallas. And um, the, it's not Dallas's fault. I'm talking about our home situation. And and uh, my Uncle Jimmy had a reputation uh, that he had in his entire life. He, no one ever heard him speak an unkind word about anyone. He was a healthy role model. I, I had a, another uncle... Uh, I had two, two other uncles, and I, they, they were good. They were uh, one, one of them. Uncle Charlie actually paid attention to me, and I didn't think of it like that. But I was, he said, I want to take you fishing, and so I took a bus to Shreveport, Louisiana, and he taught me how to fly fish. Now, I was probably 10 at that time but, but what I'm saying is think is or is there a godly role model that you needed because there was a hole in your heart and a hole in your life thank God for it could be a, a mom you, you you didn't have a god good mom but you had a godly role model would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1.11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org pray. That's hopefortheheart.org pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer. 
Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as His precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get to our caller in a moment. If you have questions about what uh, we talk about here on the program tonight, uh, really any number of topics, anything you might be going through in your life, we have uh, Keys for Living that will help you address that. We have over 100 of those titles in our Keys for Living. Those just provide biblical hope and practical help on so many topics, and one is sure to connect with something that you're dealing with in your life. Just call our customer support team. They're at 800-488-HOPE. That's anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And they know that we all face challenges big and small in our daily lives, but the customer support team can be a valuable resource to you in these times. Just talk to them, and they'd be happy to suggest any of our resources that are going to help you as you uh, deal with a situation in your life. If you just have questions, we can help you answer those. The number, again, 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. Also, check out the website. It is hopefortheheart.org slash store. There you will find those keys for living. All the titles are there, and you can find them that uh, might relate to whatever you're uh, dealing with, something you might just be interested in, and you'd like to be able to help someone else who is dealing with an issue in their life. We have topics such as stress, anxiety, fear, abuse, marriage, parenting, so many more topics, and uh, we're adding new topics to that store monthly. We're updating those, uh, which used to be called our biblical counseling keys, updating those now and bringing those into the Keys for Living library. And you want to go there and see what's new and make sure that you have the information that you'd like to have in your library. Also, the Lifeline to Hope online training is there. That really has been such a, a helpful tool for pastors and churches looking to start or grow a care ministry in their church, Lifeline to Hope, and that would help you to equip your people, the volunteers in your church, uh, equip them to counsel others and help others through situations. So again, look at the website, hopefortheheart.org slash store. Take a look through there and see what might be some helpful resources for you as uh, you live this life. So uh, we'd like to help you do that. Let's get to our caller for tonight. This evening, we welcome Sarah. Well, hello, Sarah. Welcome to Hope. Hello. Hi. Okay. What are we wanting to talk about? Yes. Um, so, I was just wanting to talk about, um, so, so for a while now, like, I would say maybe a year, um, I've had just this really bad fear 
of like of dying and just like I don't know, just losing control, um, and all that. And so, anyways, I was just wondering, like, how, like, how do you overcome that? Mm. You said it started occurring a year ago. Did something unusual take place where someone died or close to death? Uh, you were around someone who experienced um, um, a, a, a almost dying, anything like that? Um, it actually did happen. It did not, like, right? Okay. Has there yeah, been so, anything that where there was something? See, what, what the reason I'm asking is many times we can have a fear that triggers a memory from a long time ago. Uh, but and that may not be the case, but is there was there anything that was difficult or we could say traumatic, but uh, the death of someone that was dear to you? Yeah, so they didn't actually like pass away or anything, mm-hmm. but I guess right. like it was pretty close. Um, so like I think it was it was actually December of was that twenty twenty yeah, twenty twenty. Like okay. my um my family and I, like we all had COVID. Um and so my, my dad, uh oh my gosh, why am I choking up? Okay. So my dad, <laughs> um like he, of course like he wasn't getting like enough oxygen and all that stuff and um, like, I just, I remember looking at him, so, I mean, we were all sick, so, like, I was looking at him, and he was in bed, and, like, he just couldn't breathe, and, like, his mm. lips were blue, and, like, I just felt like, like, that was it, mm. Mm. so, um, so, that happened, um. Yeah, wow, no, that's, that can be genuinely fearful, can be frightening in that um do I assume that you have just one dad? Say that one more time. I do I assume you just have one father, one dad? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's you know and and uh tell me about your relationship with him. I mean, I love my dad. I feel like like I've always been like a daddy's girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, wow, that's very endearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I'm I'm going to tell you that I I remember when my mother was diagnosed with terminal illness, and I thought, what? And it was cancer, and. It was, I, I just, it was liver cancer. And I, I, I thought, no, this, you know, I'm, I'm just going to say this. The hardest time was not after she died. It was before. It was the mm-hmm. impending loss. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember being surprised because I would not have understood that, except 
that we do have a definition for grief. And it just so happens to be when you look at the actual definition that we have in our own material, it's interesting. Grief is uh, the painful emotion of sorrow caused by the loss or impending loss of anyone or anything that has deep meaning to you. You know, it could be a person. It, it, it can be something else, but it's deep meaning. Well, you said you were, you loved your dad and your daddy's girl, which is, is precious. Now, the impending loss, um, you know, from first-hand testimony, I can tell you that the, it was the impending loss that was would um, impact me in terms of um, I, I would I, I was deep, definitely grieving way before. Now I'm not saying that you used the word grief. You didn't. You just said you had a fear of dying during this past year. But usually when all of a sudden we've not had something like that before, there's something that causes it. Does it make sense why? Mm -hmm. Because you did experience a frightening, and I say frightening, um, because, you know, uh, well, let me ask, what is your age? How old are you? I'm 27. <laughs> okay. So, had you ever had um, a, a deep fear of your dad dying before? Um, I mean, there may have been times where I would be like, what would I do, like, you know, if, if mm-hmm. that happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you've thought about it, is what you're telling me. But now... You were experiencing, you said it sounded as though it was when he got COVID and he couldn't, he didn't have enough oxygen. He wasn't, so it's like if he didn't have enough oxygen, that's that's dealing with reality. It's not what if, da, 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 for the future. But yeah. if um, this this makes very much sense and... Therefore, you and because you had a very positive relationship, a love relationship with him, um, I'm hearing that it's not that you wanted uh, to have a separation. And yet, there I can promise you, there are people who go, "Oh," and, and I hate to say it this way, but there are, are times when it's like actually things will get a lot better. When so-and-so dies. But that's not where you were. Right. So what kind of character did he have? Does he have? I mean, he's just always, like, it's a lot like Christ in a way. Because he's always, like, he just does so much for me. Like, even even though, like, I may not, like, deserve it or, you know, especially when I was, like, younger, like, and maybe I didn't deserve it. 
Um, but like, I mean, he's just always been good to me. Like he's always been there. Mm. And, um, and so, yeah. So it, it does definitely sound like were he not present, um, there would be a big hole in your heart. Right. Is that right? Hole in your life. Right. Okay. Right. So it's easy then when obviously he did not die because you did you you did not indicate that he died, but that he just had difficulty, and it sounded like it was um, a struggle to breathe. Right. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Like I think he was close, but didn't mm-hmm. happen. Wow. Okay. So, um, now let's talk about you. What would, what length of time was that from, you said his, his was, you, you specifically said December 2020. Mm-hmm. And, and so, what was the length of time before, when, when you then started having this fear of dying? Um... I think it started maybe, uh, it was maybe like February or March. Okay. So just a few months later. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to uh, ask several questions uh, because mm-hmm. I've kind of been in in the space where you've been <clears throat> both from a mother and, and a father, my father first substantially earlier but um but let's just talk about you right now um Mm -hmm. and i'm going to ask a very direct question has there been a time in your life where you know you've humbled your heart you received jesus christ as your personal lord and savior actually giving him control of your life and that you have a relationship with him yes okay and you're sure of that. So you're secure about that, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Well, the reason I'm asking that question, it makes, uh, it'll make a, a big difference as to how you interpret what we will all experience, and that is death. According to the Bible, it's appointed unto man once to die and then face judgment. what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. 
What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Care and Counsel Library today at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and your continued support of this ministry. We thank you for that. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE. That's uh, anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they can help guide you to God's hope through our resources. That uh, Customer support, as in in many places, it's really just about solving product or service-related issues. Well, here we'd like to really provide help when you need it the most and help you as you struggle to, to struggle well and struggle biblically uh, with a situation and get some answers from God's Word. So let us help you do that. Customer support team can provide uh, resources and assistance through your personal struggles uh, because they believe really no one has to struggle alone. Help is just a call or an email away. So get in touch with them. The uh, phone number again, 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. The email address is customer support at hopefortheheart.org. That's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. And they'll look forward to hearing from you and uh, getting some answers to your questions, getting some resources into your hands. Well, if you'd like to speak with June about a situation that's happening in your life, maybe you have a theological question or it's a question about relationships or something you're really struggling with in your life and you'd like to get some insight on that, let us help you do that. June would like to have the conversation with you on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night. And that number is 800-917. That's 800-NIGA. HT17. And what happens many times is you'll have that conversation with June on the program, and we'll hear feedback. We'll get updates after that program, and, and uh, people who didn't call in, but they heard the, the program that was uh, with a struggle exactly what they were dealing with and the information and help that they needed to hear. So as you call, you are already providing help to other people uh, just by sharing your story and getting help that you need. So just call us and leave a message for us. We'll get back to you as soon as we can to uh, provide you with uh, an, an opportunity to be on Hope in the Night, and we'll schedule that for you. And we'd like to do that in the next couple of weeks. Again, 800 night 17 Well, let's return to our conversation now with Sarah. Well, Sarah, as I'm thinking about you, and you've told me that you genuinely have a relationship with God through Christ. Mm -hmm. And um, 
So in terms of, and this is a specific question, what's the worst thing that can happen to you, just you, when you die? Um, well, probably, probably not have believed, uh, because then I won't be going to heaven. <laughs> I would say probably just not going to heaven. But you uh, did indicate that you genuinely have believed in Jesus. Not The word believe doesn't mean the intellectual agreement that something is so. Um, it is uh, the, the, belief, the word believe in Greek and the way, way it's intended to be interpreted is to rely upon, to trust in. So if you believe in Christ, you've entrusted your life to him. Uh, did, is, that, is that what you have? I don't, I don't want to talk you into anything, but uh, is that what you have done? Truly yes. entrusted your life to Christ. So yes. if we talked about what's the worst thing that can happen to you when you die. Um, oh, nothing. That's that's right. Nothing. Now, now, just grasp that for the moment. Yes. Oh, by the way, you haven't experienced heaven. I assume I haven't. So, we've not experienced what the Bible even describes that we will experience. And it's not there's not huge detail, but we do know that there's no sorrow, there's no mourning. In fact, this is in one of the very, well, the last book of the Bible, Revelation, there's a description of this new experience that you will have, uh, specifically in Revelation 21, um, that he will wipe every tear from your eyes. No more death, no mourning, uh, no crying, no pain. It's quite extraordinary. Yeah. And we, I haven't experienced that. You haven't experienced that. But that's why I'm saying, what's the worst thing that can happen? Well, for you and for me, and is your dad a true, authentic Christian? Yeah. Wow. So what I'm hearing is there's no fear because you said nothing. There's nothing bad that can happen. In fact, actually, death is the doorway to your destiny that God planned. Your your responsibility was to respond to the truth that you were exposed to. Was it because of your dad? Exposing you to true, authentic Christianity is that? Did he? Was it because of him that you were exposed? Yes. Okay, that's very special when you really think yeah. about it. I mean, I I had a dad who, <laughs> for years, you know, said Christianity's a crutch and all that. So I I just I I love hearing the way you've described your dad. And 
You know, I think when you think about your, what are your choices now? Well, um, a lot of people, they worry, they have fear of something that may happen or may not happen. Um, in fact, I'm going to go on and tell you that many years ago when I worked on our keys, we called them keys, uh, like keys for living. Fear, uh, specifically, is a strong emotional reaction to a perceived imminent danger. Um, and it's characterized by fight, flight, freeze, either one or all three. Uh, and But it can be real or imagined. It can be rational or irrational. It can be normal or abnormal. And the reason I say that is for so many, that what we fear does not even take place. Mm -hmm. um, now, or it's so far away in time. So you, you actually have a choice. You can, Sarah, replace fear with faith. And this isn't wishful thinking. It's not a Pollyanna outlook, oh, nothing bad will ever happen to me. It's, it's saying, okay, in regard to, and, and you said, I have a fear of dying. Well, you've already told me that when you actually die, there's nothing that's bad that's going to happen to you. Yeah. And so you're a realist, if you consider that. Yeah. But what you, but, but you know, you know that people, I mean, the statistics are amazingly consistent. One out of one people die, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So this is what I, I found hugely helpful. There's a, Fascinating scripture, Psalm 139, beginning in verse 16. All the days ordained for me were written in his book, God's book, before one of them came to be. So, do you grasp that that is saying that God already knows your last day? Yes. Do you realize the comfort of that? Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, I, I know I mean, when I first realized that, I, I, I was fascinated. I thought, oh, okay, God knows my last day, so I, I don't need to be worried about when that's going to be because if he's already planned it and he loves me, he loves you, I thank the Bible even says in Jeremiah 31, uh, 3, that he says, I loved you, I love you like with an everlasting love. I'm sorry. I've loved you with an everlasting love. Mm -hmm. How long is everlasting? Just always, forever. <laughs> mm -hmm, forever. So you're not going to lose his love, God's love. Uh, you're not going to... Um, sounds to me like you're not going to lose your dad's love just the way you've been talking about him and he's mm -hmm. a faithful, he's been faithful to you. You said he's always been there for you. Mm -hmm. 
And so when you die, um, all these things that I read, there you will not have tears. You're not going to be mourning. It's like, it's like you're not in this huge state of grief. He'll, he's just going to wipe every tear from your eye. There's no, your, from your eyes, uh, no death, mourning, crying, pain. Because you'll be in a perfect existence that the doorway to get there is death. So death is your destiny, and but it's not, for, for you, it will be eternal life, eternal life. And, and so sometimes instead of just focusing on the process of death, it's just, the Bible says, in all things give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So what can you do? Well, you can say thank you. In all things give thanks. Thank you, God, for what you will teach me up until my last day on earth. And I'm going to thank you for, and then you literally have a Thanksgiving list, as you've already described. Thank you for giving me a dad who is always there for me. Mm-hmm. And thank you for the way you've used him in my life. Thank you that I will be with him as an earthly dad. I'll be with him for eternity. Thank you that, Lord Jesus, um, you entered my life and gave me a plan and a purpose. So you end up replacing your fear with faith of the things, the very specifics that you are going to do. Would you be willing to make that kind of a list? Yes. I think if you do that, that's going to literally make a difference because that God does not want you to live in a state of fearfulness, but instead love what He has got planned for you. struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches, and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life. June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at 1-800-917. We'll protect your privacy and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. 
If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real-life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we thank you for praying for us and for your financial support of this ministry. It means so much to us as you help us. Well, if you have questions or concerns about the topics on the program tonight and something has interested you, you'd like to find out more, just call our customer support team. 800-488-HOPE is that number. Again, they're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they can help you access the appropriate resources for you. I want to recommend a couple of our keys for living tonight called uh, Fear No Longer Afraid. That's available if you call customer support and they can help you get that resource. Or also Death in Heaven is one of our keys for living as we discuss that topic tonight. And uh, the subtitle for that is The Doorway to Your Destiny. Again, that's death and heaven, the doorway to your destiny. And customer support would be happy to, to recommend uh, resources that are going to help you. If you'd like to mention those, a couple of keys for living by name, you, you can get those sent on their way very quickly. We also have uh, resources on our website that they can point you to and uh, let you find out some of those. There are just a couple of pages there. You can even download those and print them off if you'd like to do that. They have helpful Bible verses there, uh, but it's all online called our Quick Reference Guides and so many topics on there. You can also email our customer support if you'd like to find out more information about our resources, and that's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. That's customer support at hopefortheheart.org, and they'll look forward to hearing from you and interacting with you. Well, let's return to our conversation now with Sarah. All right, sweet Sarah, I'm going to mention something to you or ask. Um, when you said that you had this fear of dying, were there any uh, specific symptoms or characteristics that concerned you because of that fear of dying? Yes, so, so also like, I have uh, had a really bad panic attack and just really bad anxiety. Um, and it always seems to be like when I get in the car too. Um, but yeah, and that's just about like fear of dying and, and all that. So is the fear of dying, is it all related to the car or it's just that that particular time what why do you think the car 
Um, I'm not really sure. Like, I've never been in, like, a car accident or anything like that. So mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. It's just something that happens in my mind. Like, I'll be, like, on the highway or something, and it's like, well, what, what if this car does this? Or, I don't know. And it's mm-hmm. just crazy stuff. Like, I feel crazy. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm happy to say you're not crazy. Um, you're very logical in the way you've answered all the questions that I've asked, um, and you're not. Uh-uh. I'm I'm happy to say you're not crazy. Uh, this isn't a mental illness. Uh, it is something that many people face. Yet, when you think about, uh, and like I'm, I remember when I was diagnosed with cancer. And I was very surprised. I thought, well, gee, nothing on my mom's side. And then never thought about my dad's side. But it's not, it, you know, it was breast cancer. But it, but anyway, the, the, but as soon as I was told, um, I remember thinking that scripture, oh, all the days ordained for me were written in his book, God's book before one of them came to be. And I thought, so I, in fact, there, there's another, I call it a parallel passage that goes alongside that one. And Job 14.5 says, and this is the reason it's important is because it relates to what we're just talking about. Man's days are determined. You have decreed the number of his months and have set the limits he cannot exceed. Man's days are determined. Our human days are determined. You, God, have decreed the number of his months and set the limits he cannot exceed. And so I have... um, I, I have seen how that has helped me just think, oh, well, nothing I do can extend it. Okay, that being the case, I'm going to live my life in a way that reflects who Jesus is to the best of my ability. I'm going to make sure that I I keep, um, they're called short accounts, meaning don't let it, anything just go on and on and on with turmoil and um, we have a choice of how we're going to treat people and that doesn't mean everything is perfect in our relationships but it means that we are responsible for our area of wrong thinking. So what that means is for you to do your Thanksgiving list and just some people will do every day I'm going to add something else. Or you just do a list and just review it. And just it, it's like, what, what do you love the most about your dad? What do you love the most about your mom? Whatever it is, it, it's your focus. It's what you're focused on that controls you. Mm-hmm. What that means is you can be a prisoner of the past. You could be a prisoner of almost losing your dad. 
because many people do die. Mm-hmm. It's but but I don't I don't hear that you're wanting that. Right. So with that as reality, okay, God's determined your last day. He's already determined how long and that you cannot exceed the number of his months. So with that, just you, then you say, for as long as I am um, alive, I will. I want to live in a way that brings um, <laughs> brings honor to my present, my parents. I want to bring honor to my dad. And you know, I, I, I at one time did not want that. Um, I. I wanted his demise, and then later, based on something my mom said, she said, oh, honey, he doesn't know the Lord. If he only knew the Lord, he wouldn't be that way. Mm -hmm. You know, and then all of a sudden I had a change of focus, meaning I, I did things that I hoped would bring him um, one day to a true, authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. my fo- I, I had focused on his fault. That was it. I focused on his faults. I focused on his faults. Then all of a sudden, he sees me. Um, well, it, I, I, I changed. And when I changed, I think my dad changed. But I didn't see that that was going on. I didn't understand, but... There is no question. So my my point is, um, it matters how you live your life as to bringing uh, joy to your dad, joy to certain family members that are, it can be amazing. But see, you're you're not just living for you. Um, It's very interesting. You've already talked about um, a mindset that you don't want to have, well, you replace it with a mindset that is right for you. So how are you going to think about, I'll say, the end of life right now for, for you? Um, just referring back to the scripture mm-hmm. that you talked about, um, and saying that in uh like there's going to be no sadness uh like no sorrow any of that no fear yes um, mhm you're replacing the fear with what faith uh-huh and what will that look like faith that what giving thanks <laughs> to him mhm it is interesting. That yeah. Everything that means anything or everything to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. A hundred years ago, I was a youth director, and one of the things that I ended up telling the parents was that the most painful thing for a parent can be an ungrateful child. One of the most mm-hmm. painful things can be 
an ungrateful child. And what I'm saying is, as I would speak with parents, I would say, are you, uh, are you aware that you can be thanking God for the choices your son is making? And specifically, you can be a source of light for, for your son in the midst of darkness. And the wonderful thing about this is if you focus on, Lord, may I live my life in a way that actually glorifies you benefits you, reveals who you are in a positive way, then you know, then your life becomes much more purposeful. And you don't, it's not that one day you're not going to die. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that. Um, right. But the point is, you don't want to be controlled by that. And so... In regard to panic attacks, let me just make a, a comment here. Uh, these are sudden, brief episodes of intense fear with multiple physical symptoms. You know, heart palpitations, uh, dizziness. But, but it's without any precipitating external threat. Um, the, the point that I want to make here is for you, we'll send you our keys for living on the topic of fear. And in terms of our subtitle, it's No Longer Afraid. See, you don't need to fear fear <laughs> and, or to live in fear because God's already planned your last day. And whatever he has planned is good. So this will be a gift to you from our ministry, our keys for living on fear, no longer afraid. And I believe that as you read the one section on panic attacks, you will get what it is that that, uh, is the purpose for anyone experiencing that kind of panic attack because he'll replace your your fear with faith you continue to hang on to hope we'll be sending our keys for living on fear called no longer afraid also death in heaven the doorway to your destiny, sending that to tonight's caller. And we do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. And if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash give hope. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and past programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. The preceding program was pre-recorded.